Are you waiting for God for an answer to a prayer? Are you in fear as you await a need from your prayers? Does God know what you need and when you need it? Let's discuss. This is the Walking in Step with God podcast, and I'm Steve McDonald. Welcome to the Walking in Step with God podcast. Here, we empower you to walk boldly with God. Follow our podcast to stay up to date with new content. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org for resources, videos of our messages, and more information about our ministry. Once again, that website is walkinginstepwithgod.org. Now, we put our trust in God. We're instructed in Scripture that God knows what we need and when we need it. But it can be difficult to exercise patience when waiting for an answer to a prayer. This message is the third and final message in the series where we discuss three ways we can find ourselves waiting on God. Let's review the areas that we've been discussing so far. Number one, when making a decision, waiting on God to know what we should decide. Number two, waiting out of fear, and that's when we're waiting to act, when we're afraid. In other words, when we're waiting on God for the green light, if you will. Number three, this message is about waiting on a need. And that's when we find ourselves waiting on God for a resolution or an answer to a prayer. What I've been sharing across all of these messages is that there's a common thread in each of these circumstances, and that's God's will. Let's talk more about that later in this message. Also, in each of these messages, I have shared a personal experience on what waiting on God looked like for me. In this message, we're going to talk about what we can do when we're waiting on an answer to a prayer or waiting for a request that we have petitioned to God. What is an example of an example of waiting on a prayer? One example may be that you're waiting for healing, for an ailment or sickness. Maybe you've prayed for healing after receiving a diagnosis from the doctor. Another example, perhaps you're in a difficult financial situation and you're short of the funds you need for food or rent. It can be very challenging when we feel that there's something we need by a specific date and time. One more example, perhaps you have prayed for a loved one who is in crisis. You have prayed for someone who is in the throngs of addiction or another behavior that is causing harm to themselves or others. In all of these examples, we can truly be tested as we wait on an answer from God. We are only human, and it can feel paralyzing when we desire a particular outcome in prayer. I have actually used the word need specifically instead of want in this message because I want to dial in on the fact that we often think we know what is best for us. 
our posture might be to present to God something we need according to us. We may actually even say the word, I need this to God. We'll talk more about this later in the message, so stay tuned. So we know the situation, but what can we do when it comes to waiting for God? I'd like to give you an example from my walk with God at a very difficult time in my life. I was in between jobs and my financial situation was becoming more and more constrained. For months and months, time was running out for the ability for me to pay my bills. And I'm sure the situation has been familiar to many of you in some point of your life. In the beginning, my prayers went something like this. Dear God, please bless this interview that I'll be given an offer. This job is perfect. Or, God, please help me to find this job or that job, this type of job or that type of job. Or even, I need this job. There goes that word need again. I felt I needed this or that. What I wanted was to get another job making the same or more amount of money that I had made in my previous role. I had a list of specifications for what I wanted and what I felt I needed. As weeks dragged on to months, each and every interview for a job I felt was good for me, what I needed, I was not offered the job. After all the rejection, I became confused and questioned my worth, my skills, my value, and I was briefly confused as to why God was not just making things happen for me. He knew the situation. He knew I had to pay bills next week, next month, right? And he knew when the deadlines were even after that. I actually started in desperation to work for the Lyft ride hailing company that you're probably familiar with. So I drove as a driver for a time while I continued interviewing. But even so, my morale became more and more lower with each and every rejection for an interview. I felt I needed to not work for Lyft and that I deserved to have a job that I knew was best for me. I didn't understand why loving God would allow my situation to deteriorate. In my mind, I didn't understand why God wanted to make such a drastic shift in my comfortable compensation as an engineer to driving people around in cars. Boy, was my ego up in the sky. Actually, it was in space. So later, I'll tell you what my breakthrough moment was in this situation and what I want to convey to you about your situation. I don't want to spoil the end of the story, but in retrospect, God decided to really use this moment to help me grow with him in understanding. So let's discuss a few ways that we can wait on an answer from God. Number one, we can look to scripture to learn that we can trust God. Much as we saw in our last message about waiting out of fear, scripture also includes numerous references about God instructing us not to be afraid. Here are a few. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, Amplified Bible. Trust and rely confidently in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. 
in all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he will make your path straight and smooth. Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9, ESV Bible. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And here's one more. Isaiah 41, verse 10, NIV Bible. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So, so these are some examples of the Word of God. And the Word of God will guide us and instruct us in any and all things. So let us turn to Scripture when in need. When we are not sure what God has promised us, when we need reassurance that God has not left us or deserted us, even when our feelings can tempt us to think otherwise. Number two, lean into God with all of your might. I'd like to be very clear on something. I am not suggesting in this message some way to speed up God answering a prayer or somehow get a guarantee that what you have petitioned before God will be granted and it will be granted within the timing that you feel you need it. My goal in this message is to equip you with wisdom and the tools for discernment with how to walk in faith through your situation. So listen to me very, very carefully. If this message is speaking to you and you are waiting on an answer to a prayer, God knows your situation more than you can possibly realize. He knows about every layer, every cause and effect for every possible outcome from this very moment on. God loves you more than you or I can possibly imagine or fathom. So, when we have brought something before God and we are waiting, I want you to know that you can lean into God while you wait. You can lean into God knowing and trusting that he knows your angst and worry and maybe even fear. He knows you are flabbergasted about the situation feeling desperate. He knows what you read on the diagnosis from the most knowledgeable doctor on the subject. He knows what you saw on the red slip from the letter in the mail from the utility company. He knows that the amount of money that the landlord needs by next Tuesday is way more than what you have in the bank. He knows that you did your best, that you did it right, that you honored him in everything that you do, but yet still you are in this situation. He even knows if you think your circumstances are your fault, that you messed up somehow and now you need his help. He knows. If this message is speaking to you, let me ask you something. Is there anything in this universe that is out of the sight of God? Think about it. I want you to really pause and think about it. 
in this moment of waiting and wondering and worrying, seek and find peace, child, in the bosom of your Creator, the Almighty God. Find time in your day just to be still with Him. Let Him know how you're feeling and ask for His comfort as you patiently wait. Is anything more important than making time to lean all of your fiber and being into Him? Are you too proud or too busy or too preoccupied to find a time to sit and just pause? I mean, really just pause. While you are waiting for an answer to what you have petitioned before him, make him your refuge. Make him your counselor. Allow him to know your feelings and ask him to help you, help you in your faith. This leads us to the third and final way I want to share how we can wait on God. Number three, seek to do God's will. As I mentioned earlier in the message, there has been a common thread in this series of seeking God's will above our own. In times of waiting, finding the strength and the courage to add your prayer, may your will be done, God, above my own. Show me your will, Father God, in this situation. Know that God's promise is to supply you with what you need, not necessarily what you want. When I think of needs, personally, what comes to mind is shelter, food, clothing, and his companionship. When we are in a posture of wanting and waiting for the want, we may lose sight of the fact that what we want may not be in our best interest. So let me ask you a question, and you're going to have to bear with me. You're going to have to use your imagination here a little bit. If you and God were driving down a desolate road at night that you have never, ever traveled, do you feel as though you need him to give you directions? Okay, let's assume there's no GPS, no phone for your car. So no Google Maps, no Apple Maps. So if you are lost, would you actually expect God to give you directions of how to get to the destination that you have in mind? Or would you rather let God take over the driving and let him steer you to the best destination for you? So listen to what I was saying in that example. Would you prefer God help you accomplish what you think needs to be your destination? Or would you prefer God take control of your path and lead you to the destination he knows is best for you? So we may petition God for an outcome that we think is best or we quite earnestly desire. But the most important thing to do, even if it is the most difficult, is to surrender the situation to him. Surrender to the Lord by asking him to show you his will. 
Maybe that prayer goes something like this. Father God, you know what the letter says from the utility company. You know the number on the letter is more than what I have in my bank account. You know what it says will happen next week if I don't have that money. You have promised you will always provide for me what I need. You know what I need, and I ask that your will be done in this circumstance. Guide me, Lord. I surrender this entire situation to you. I follow your instructions, whatever they may be. Another example of the prayer might look something like this. Father God, you know what the doctor said in his diagnosis. He is the best doctor in the country, but you are the creator of all things. I know you can heal me if that is your will. So I ask for healing. I so desire for you to heal me or help the doctor to treat this condition successfully. But first and foremost, I surrender this to you. First and foremost, I ask that you make known your perfect will for this situation. Listen, folks, God's will is perfect. God is with us, with you, and seeks you to trust him in this situation, in your situation, in my situation. Speaking of my situation, I'd like to go back to the situation I told you about earlier. Desperate to get a job, I did not understand why I wasn't being accepted in interviews for a job that were perfect according to me that I thought I was qualified for. One day, I was walking down the street, and as I glanced up, I saw three crosses from a church around the corner, towering into the sky. In my heart, at that moment, I knew what I needed to do. I got on my knees on the sidewalk, and I wept, and I surrendered it all to him. I surrendered the job search. I surrendered how my life would drastically change if I drove Lyft from now on, but that I would do it if that was his will. I handed it all to God in tears on that sidewalk, regardless of traffic passing by or any other eyes on me. I wanted him to know in that moment that he was king above all things and all of man, and I wanted him to know that I am his servant. I will do what is his will is for me to do. I will trust him and seek his guidance and direction. I had no idea if he wanted me to stay in my career or do something else, but I trusted him. I got up in tears and collected myself and got myself together, and I continued walking to my destination. In the next few days, I started to see an influx of responses from interviews that were already in process or new interviews out of the blue. My friends, within a week, I had several interviews reaching the final stages before a job offer. I literally was overwhelmed in interviews approaching a job offer to the point that I stopped accepting interview requests. It was literally interview success more than I could ever handle. I would be offered a job within a few weeks of that moment. That job at the time was the best job I ever had, making more compensation 
than I realized I could ever earn. What I learned at that moment is to trust God's will over my own. Will God's will result in your desired outcome? Possibly not. But if we know we're in a posture of surrender and the outcome is not what we had hoped or desired, we at least know that the outcome was his will nonetheless and that we can continue to seek him as we walk through those circumstances, leaning not on our own understanding, but his. If there's nothing else I want you to gain from this series, I want you to understand what it's like to wait for God. I want you to understand the power of surrendering your will to his will, trusting in him that at every step as you walk through your life will keep you aligned with his perfect plan for you and your future. In this message, I shared three ways we could approach waiting on a need from God. Please be sure to check out the previous two episodes in the series if you haven't already. I'll leave the names and the links to those episodes in my description below. Please remember that you are never alone when you trust in God. God's promise to you is that he is with you and will watch over you in any and all circumstances. God's promise to you is that he will supply you with all of your needs. If you surrender to him, if you can find it in your heart to surrender to his will for your life, you are destined to be aligned with his perfect plan for you. Why don't we wrap up in prayer? Father Almighty God, we thank you for this message. We thank you for the opportunity to share your wisdom through me to every ear that is within the sound of my voice. Thank you for just uh, watching over us, caring for us, being patient with us, Father, when we are resistant to waiting, when we are resistant to handing the keys over to you, if you will. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your promise that you will never leave or forsake us. And we just ask that you keep this wisdom on our hearts, that when we approach a situation, that we need you, Lord, that we need you, God, that we simply bring it to you and know that we can seek your will to be done, whatever your will might be. Give us the strength and the courage and the understanding to bring any and all situations to you whether great or small, and not to rely on our own understanding, but to simply trust our entire circumstances, our entire life, Father Almighty God, with you. We pray this trusting and believing in you. Amen. If this message bless you, please be sure to share it with others. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll see you in the next message. Bless you. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with others if this message has blessed you. Consider becoming a supporter of Walking in Step with God to help others walk boldly with God. Visit our website at walkinginstepwithgod.org to learn more.